Before we get to today's episode, I have to tell you something. Simple Morning List is here. This was just a dream of mine to create this morning companion journal just a couple of months ago, and now it is something that you can hold in your hands, that you can use to start your day intentionally. So Simple Morning List is a morning companion journal, and it includes a guide to creating five lists each morning. It really takes the pressure off of morning journaling and a morning routine because it sets it up for you each morning. The lists include surrender lists, gratitude lists, purpose statement, affirmations, and a hyper-focused to-do list. It also includes an introduction that takes you through all of these lists to help you understand why you're making them. It includes 12 weeks of space for these lists, and it also includes an extra journaling page each day that you can use for whatever you need it for, to-do lists or extra journaling, writing out prayers, whatever it is you wanna use that space for. Along with that, you'll get 12 weekly challenges and a short essay to go along with those weekly challenges to just encourage you in your journey of living more intentionally and honestly, just opening your eyes to the good around you and starting your day in a positive way. There are already women all over the world making these lists each morning, which is incredible to me and I can't wait for you to get your hands on this. Just head over to simplemorninglists.com to find out more about it and to start making your list. And here's today's episode of Minimalish. Welcome to Minimalish, a podcast about minimalism, sort of. I'm your host, Desiree, and I strongly believe that minimalism isn't meant to be an identity, a standard to live up to, a set of roles, or anything along those lines, but rather just a tool to help us make room for the things that matter in our lives. And it looks different for everyone. Each week, you'll find me here having conversations about living with less realistically and the things that matter, like motherhood and family, intentional living, mindset, loving our people, and everything in between. More than anything, it's my goal to remind you, and often myself too, that you're worthy of creating a life filled up with what matters to you, and that you're already enough just as you are. I'm so glad you're here, friend. Here's today's episode. Hey friend, welcome to this fun bonus episode of the podcast. I am bringing you a short episode focused on Thanksgiving. Now, if you are from a different country that does not celebrate Thanksgiving, or at least you're not celebrating American Thanksgiving, I see you. This episode can be applied to any holiday or just in the day-to-day in general. So some things that I'm going to talk about here, I feel like they're still going to apply, so keep listening. I'm actually collaborating with two other really great podcasts on this episode. I'm collaborating with Karen Locke Culp of We Turned Out Okay and Graham Smith and Kirsten Dunlap of the Welcome Home podcast. We've all chosen to tackle the same topic in our own unique point of view, and that is what would the best Thanksgiving look like for us? I hope you check out their shows and find another podcast that you enjoy and that you can listen to in the background of your cleaning or your drive to work or whenever it is that you listen to podcasts. But let me tell you a little bit about their shows before we dive in. So We Turned Out Okay is all about the hows and whys of hovering less and enjoying your young children more. Karen is a child development expert. She focuses on her own mistakes and successes and the successes of her guests when it comes to parenting. I love the subtitle of her show, which is The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. Go ahead and give go ahead and check out her podcast and then The Welcome Home podcast is the home ec class you wish you'd taken in school. And Graham and Kirsten, the co-hosts, are two moms on a mission to help others create elegant, livable, and welcoming homes. I totally need the Welcome Home podcast because I need a home ec class. So 
I love listening in to their podcasts each week. Like I said, I love the missions of both of these shows, and I think you'll love them too, so go ahead over and check them out. But let's talk about Thanksgiving. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, do you feel like it usually gets skipped over within this like fall, winter, holiday stack up? I mean, we get excited about Halloween because it's the first one. And then after Halloween, we just start putting up our trees and nobody mentions the fact that there's this holiday focused on gratitude where you get to wear comfy pants. I mean, if there's another dress code in your family, you should strongly reconsider. I highly recommend pants without buttons here. But anyways, you get to hang out with your family, whether just your immediate family, your friends, friends that feel like family, or a big family gathering, and you get to eat good food. I feel like we should talk about this more, about how great this is, and I feel like we should acknowledge Thanksgiving a little more. So we're going to talk about a couple of ways to have the best Thanksgiving. And yes, these are ways that I think the best Thanksgiving ever would go or the things that the best Thanksgiving ever would teach us or the lessons that we would learn. If you know me, you know that I got deep here. I'm not just giving you a play-by-play about what my Thanksgiving would look like if it was the best Thanksgiving ever. Spoiler alert, if you want to know, it involves a lot of mashed potatoes, a lot of family, a good amount of pie, but let's talk a little bit deeper than that today. All right, the first one is about family dynamics. I know that any holiday that involves gathering with family can come with hurt, with trauma, with fears, with anxieties. So let's talk about how I think the best Thanksgiving ever is the one where we let those things go. I know it's not possible to just drop all of these things and family dynamics can be really complex and those hurts can go deep and they can be deeply rooted within us. But the best Thanksgiving ever is the one where you hold on to your boundaries instead of your fears. It's one where you focus on your immediate family and you choose what is right for them. It's one where you don't compromise your mental well-being just for the sake of tradition. I did an episode on boundaries just two episodes back, episode 55, with boundaries educator Courtney Berg, and I strongly suggest a listen because I'm not an expert in boundaries, but I do know that the best Thanksgiving looks like focusing on what's best for you, what's healthy for you, and for your people. So your immediate family, your spouse, your kids. Okay, so my next way to have the best Thanksgiving ever. (laughs) This one might be a shocker, but I believe that the best Thanksgiving is one where you're focused on gratitude. Okay, I think that this goes without saying, but stick with me for a second. With the risk of being cliche, let me elaborate a little bit. Thanksgiving is a holiday where gratitude might feel easy, Like, everyone is doing it. But how can we make sure that gratitude is truly the center of this holiday? Maybe you already have tradition that surrounds this, like going around the table and talking about what it is you're grateful for. Find something that works for you and your family. Maybe it's something you do just in the morning with your immediate family versus at a big family gathering. I know I like to put the... Thanksgiving parade. What is it called? The Macy's Day Parade? I honestly forget. But I like to put that parade on the TV. I like to just spend the morning with family doing any cooking that I have to do. We don't host Thanksgiving, so we are usually preparing food in some way. I did host Thanksgiving one year, though, with a newborn. That was interesting. But anyways, besides the point, I like to just have that feeling of togetherness and and create tradition around that day and a slowness around that morning. And then I, this year, want to start 
telling each other what we're grateful for. Just like first thing in the morning. I know Gemma is two, my daughter is two, so she might not be able to voice that. But I think that this is such a simple way we can bring a lot of meaning in this holiday is just to have that focus. But don't stop there. The best Thanksgiving is the one where gratitude carries over into a daily practice. I know a lot of people do gratitude challenges for the month of November, but why don't we just take this month of gratitude and make it something that we do every day, all year? The best way to start a daily practice is to make it a habit. And the best way to start a habit, I always say, try to force yourself through for a bit a good five to seven days that first week, you have to fake it. You have to act like this is already my habit. I already just do this. And the best way to not forget about a habit when you are faking it till you make it is habit stacking. This is what I do for this one thing I really don't like doing, which is cleaning my bathroom. I attach it to the task of bathing my daughter. So while she is bathing, don't worry, she's safe because I don't put a lot of water in and I'm also within arm's reach. Our bathroom's really small, but I clean out the bathroom sink. I sing with her and she plays around in the bath and I get two things done at once. It's like when she takes a bath, I also clean the bathroom. So when you make coffee, you also write down three things you're grateful for. You know, it can be whatever. It doesn't have to be that. That's just an idea. So those are very basic habit setting ideas to kind of help you actually set this habit. I have a journal that includes a place for gratitude. It's called Simple Morning List. You can find it on Amazon. I will put the link in the show notes here. But if you want a place to write this gratitude list, Simple Morning List is a journal that I just came out with on November 1st. And when it comes to this gratitude thing, I just want you to challenge yourself. From now till the end of the month, start that habit. Write down three things you're grateful for every single day. And then keep going because this whole season is one where we are focused on togetherness and gratitude. Continue this gratitude practice. Continue it into the new year. Don't let this be something that you just let go of after November's over. Gratitude is not just for Thanksgiving. It is not just for November. Gratitude changes the structure of our brain. It is amazing what gratitude can do. I won't go into it too much here. I've talked about it in other episodes. And my last thought about having the best Thanksgiving ever is I believe the best Thanksgiving ever is the Thanksgiving where we feel content. It's interesting because Thanksgiving is kind of a day where we can tangibly practice contentment. I mean, all day we feel this gratitude maybe for our family, whether, like I said, whether you are just making dinner for your immediate family, you're having Friendsgiving, you're attending Thanksgiving at a friend's house, maybe you just moved to a different place and you're attending it at a colleague's house, whatever it is, like I hope that this day just fills you up with gratitude in some way. Then there's this thing that happens It really starts in the middle of Thanksgiving Day at this point, and it is called Black Friday. And y'all know what Black Friday is. Consumerism's holiday. It is the holiday where you can get the best deals, but you shouldn't just get the best deals on the things you already were planning to buy. You should just go and shop and get all the deals because a good deal means you should buy it, right? Of course, I'm just kidding. But either way, this this consumerism central centric holiday is attached to Thanksgiving and it starts on Thanksgiving these days. Now, I don't think Black Friday is a bad thing, but it gives us an opportunity to practice contentment even more. I mean, I admit I went out Black Friday shopping last year. All I got was a toy that I was looking for for Gemma because 
Melissa and Doug had a sale at Target or Target had a sale on Melissa and Doug things, whatever. I wasn't actually planning on going, but my two teenage cousins were talking about how they really wanted to go. And I thought I could be the cool cousin and take them. So I did. (laughs) And we went at like 9 p.m., came back by 1030. But it was a fun experience. It was an experience where I could connect with my family and it wasn't about buying things. It was just for the sake of it. But either way, what I'm saying is this whole day that's, that's supposed to be about gratitude and family, it turns into looking at the ads, talking about how you're going to upgrade your TV or your camera or whatever the heck else. I don't know. People buy cameras these days. Like, I don't, I'm literally in my head picturing 2002 Thanksgiving where <laughs> I feel like I was always looking at ads with with my cousins at Thanksgiving dinner and we were talking about all the things we were going to buy as teenagers. I grew up like that just thinking about how Black Friday was the f- funnest day of the year and now I feel so differently. I feel like these days when there are all these sales they can be helpful. Yeah you can go to these sales and or shop them online and get things that you might have been needing and save money. But if you're buying things you never needed just because they're on sale, you're not saving money. And the holidays can be a really stressful financial time. So we can tangibly practice contentment on Thanksgiving. We can look around, see the good that is our own family or friendships or just whatever it is. The fact that we can put food on the table, just the little things that we can be grateful for and the big things. And we can let that keep us from getting sparkly object syndrome and looking at all the ads and trying to decide what you need to upgrade or what you need to add to your home that you didn't even know you needed before. But now that there are these Black Friday ads, you realized you needed it. You don't need it. And putting our focus on the most important things on this day, Thanksgiving and Black Friday and the entire holiday season following is just a practice in contentment. Saying no to those shiny sales is a practice in contentment. And when we practice it and practice it enough, even if we're not feeling it in the moment, even if I'm not feeling content when I look at the Target ad and want to go get all the good deals, Saying no and saying, I don't need it, that's not what's going to make me happy, it makes contentment start to take root in our lives. So the best Thanksgiving ever is the one where you're practicing contentment by focusing on the good that's around you. And gratitude and contentment just go hand in hand. Gratitude feeds contentment. And if we're practicing gratitude on Thanksgiving, we're also practicing contentment. And if we are continuing our gratitude practice and making it a habit, through this month, then I urge you to do the same with contentment. Say no to comparison and looking for the next best thing and keep your focus on what matters. And if you are thinking about gifts and you're worried about this feeling of like getting everyone the best gift and feeling like you need to shop Black Friday because you need to find the right gift for the right person or whatever it is that you might feel anxious around about this, my friend Catherine and I just did a Q&A episode on the holidays and minimalism and we talked about gifts. I don't think getting gifts is bad. I don't think Black Friday shopping is bad. I just think we need to stick to what matters and our own values. So you can check out that holiday Q&A episode to see more about gift giving and buying and everything. And you can also check out my intentional gift list episode from last year. 
I really love that episode. It's with my friend Jessalyn, and I know it fully applies to this year as well. It is from last year's holiday season, but it is a great way to get your mind right before this crazy season of deals starts. Overall, we could sum this up by just saying the best Thanksgiving ever is the Thanksgiving that is about the things that matter. Isn't that what minimalism is about? After all, on the Minimalish podcast, we're all about making room for what matters. Maybe making room for what matters on Thanksgiving looks like focusing on your family, focusing on togetherness, on all that you are grateful for, instead of focusing on the consumerism that can easily be tacked on to that holiday. And that's the same truth for the holiday season in general. All right, that is all for today's episode. I just wanted to mention my Simple Morning List journal one more time because it does have space where you can keep a gratitude list. And I do believe that the five lists that I have you make each morning in this journal really do help contentment take root in your heart and help you find more intention as you go throughout your everyday life. It also makes a great gift and it was, fun fact, this past week, a number one new release on Amazon, which is so amazing and I'm so grateful for your support and for how many of you grabbed this thing in the first week that it was out. So thank you for that. I'm just so grateful that you join me here on this episode today and that you join me here each week. If you are loving the podcast, if you love this episode, share it with your friend, share it on Instagram. Thank you so much for that. I hope that you have a fantastic Thanksgiving when it comes. I know it's still a couple of weeks away and a fantastic holiday season in general. Let's just make this season about what matters most to us. All right, friend, I will talk to you right back here next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.